0: You say you want commitment from him. And what I'm trying to say to you is when people show you who they are, believe them. If you want to be single, then just be single. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, choose someone who's not going to cheat. Here is
1: today's case. I'm bringing my girlfriend Jennifer to divorce court because she overreacts to everything and I just can't stand it anymore.
2: My boyfriend Levi always falls hook, line and sinker for the damsel in distress.
1: Jen tries to act like my mom. She tries to dictate how I use my time and even how I eat.
2: Levi needs to spend less time playing games and more time on our business.
1: I want to marry Jen, but first she needs to calm down.
2: I want to marry Levi, but we're so different. Sometimes I just don't know if it's going to work.
1: court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience, and it's filled with your superfans. Today's superfan of the day is John from Houston, Texas.
0: Hi, John. Welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy to have you with us today.
1: Your Honor, today's case is Cornwell versus Doerr.
0: Thank you, Juan. Dustin Cornwell. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought Jennifer Doerr... Yes, Your Honor. To court today, I understand the two of you have been in a relationship for two years. You were planning on getting engaged this coming year, but now that's all on hold because you're having a number of relationship issues you want to discuss today.
1: Yes, Your Honor. Okay,
0: I'll start with you. Mr. Cornwell, what's happening here?
1: Uh, So, the reason I brought uh, my girlfriend to divorce court today is um, she's just really mean to me all the time. Um, She tries to act like my mom. And... uh, she even tries to dictate what I eat sometimes.
0: The two of you have been together for two years. How, how did you meet?
1: Uh, we actually met in a nightclub. Uh, she's a promoter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to go there a lot and I'd come and say hello. Um, and uh, one night we actually ran into each other at a, uh, one of our friend's houses um, and her friend told me that she had a crush on me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, you know, might as well go talk to her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been from there. Um, Ms.
0: Dora, what do you have to say about what
2: he said in court today? Why he brought you here? I'm here today because my boyfriend is just too nice to ladies Mm. to the point where I think he might be naive about their intentions Mm -hmm. and he just can't get along with my family but I Mm -hmm. think that might be an issue uh, with our engagement I just don't know if we can get married
0: so the two of you were dating when did you decide to move in together
1: Um, about six months uh, after we started dating um, I had actually moved away um, to better myself Uh, And whenever I came back, I was going to live with a friend, but Mm -hmm. it seemed that it was just more cost-effective for us Mm -hmm. to be together. Mm
0: -hmm. And you say that she's been very mean to you.
1: Absolutely. Um, Well, there's been times, uh, like, um, let's say Halloween, whenever we first moved in together. We were having this big party. We lived in a big house with a bunch of people. um, So... She, she wanted to, to make the meal, and she said, you guys just do whatever, you, whatever you're gonna do with decorations and stuff. They went and spent $10 or $15 on, on like dollar store stuff, and it wasn't good enough for her. She got like really big mad about it, mm-hmm. um, and, and started taking it out on me and the other roommates, and mm-hmm. started ripping down the decorations. Um, and said, this is my party and I'm going to do it how I want to do it.
0: Did you tear down the Halloween decorations?
2: Well, all they did was block doorways with caution tape and I didn't think that was going to make sense for people trying to walk through the hallway to get mm-hmm. to the bathroom or to I mean, move around a, the party. It's a, it's a
0: Halloween party,
2: though, right? Right. Caution tape doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to block all the doorways. Did you get angry about it? Oh, yeah. And he didn't defend me at all. So that made me even more mad.
1: And, you know, it's going back to, like, her being angry and stuff, like... There was, a, there was a situation, we had a bunch of friends over to like a communal grill. We have a pool at our apartment complex. Um, and uh, you know, one of our friends needed to use the restroom and the key uh, to the restroom at the, uh, at the pool is on our key ring. And I thought it was in the house because you know, she was still up there. And so I sent somebody up there to go help her. And um, turns out the keys were in my pocket uh, the whole time. Um, and she came back and got extremely angry with me in front of all our friends. I think that's the biggest thing is like mm. the embarrassment. Behind it, like if you're gonna yell at me, that's cool, but like, don't yell at me in front of our friends, and and about keys, like come on, man.
0: Are you
2: yelling at him in front of other people? I didn't yell in front of our friends when he lost the you keys. You did yell. And we talked
0: about it after. No. Mm-hmm. You
1: you yelled at me, uh, and then we Ms. talked Dore? about it afterwards. Miss Miss Door,
0: mm-hmm. you yelled at him in front of uh, in front of your friends. Why are you doing that? I guess
2: I didn't even realize I was doing it. Mm-hmm. I thought we just talked about it afterward.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, Miss Door.
0: You say that her family doesn't like you at all. And that's a that's another really big issue. Yeah. What's going on with that?
1: Um, I have tried, man. I've really really tried to uh, to be nice to them. Um, every time that we've gone up there, it's there's just a bunch of stress. And they ended up making us do yard work and like <laughs> a bunch of free labor. And, um, they corner me. Mm. And they're telling me how I'm not good enough for her Mm. and how I don't have a real job Mm -hmm. and, um, and just a whole bunch of stuff. And Mm -hmm. she defended me, um, against her family, which I thought was pretty cool. But, like, Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why they don't like me.
0: What's the issue with the job, they said? What do you do?
1: Um, we do uh, festival work. Um, and, uh, they say that it's not like a nine-to-five, so it's not a real job. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have started our own own tea company. Mm -hmm. Um, So... They haven't said anything about it since, so...
0: Since you started your own tea company. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't your family like him? It
2: might be because he's younger than me and it might be because he isn't already in an office job somewhere and that's maybe what they expect.
0: He's 25 and you're 33. Yes, ma'am. Okay, all
2: right. Uh, So, they can just be really materialistic and they just don't have a filter. So, they're gonna say what they think and sometimes it's not the nicest. So, you
0: probably inherited some of that from your family, I'm assuming. <laughs> it is sounds more, like that. That's yes, ma'am? Obvious. So, <laughs> why have you stayed despite having those pressures from your family?
2: Because I believe in him and I believe in his work ethic and he he does he does well, mm-hmm. but I just guess my family might not get along with him as well. And I, I really want my family and him to get along. So, I
0: want them to try. I don't want them to give up. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't sound like the problem is with your boyfriend. Sounds like it's more of a discussion you have to have with your family.
1: That's what I've been trying to say. Mm-hmm.
0: Does she believe in you? Does she support the work that you do?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Um, there was one time that she didn't support me. Um, I was trying to start my own T-shirt company. And, um, so, uh, it was Mother's Day, right? And we had been arguing and I was like, you know, I'm not gonna spend Mother's Day arguing with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I just left. Um, she was in the, in the shower and I just didn't tell her I was leaving. Um, I started uh, driving down the road, you know, uh, just to go see my mom. And uh, about 30 minutes later, I get a phone call and she's just like yelling and screaming at me and telling me how awful I am for leaving her at home, that she had stuff to do uh, and that the the t-shirt company I was starting was just not gonna succeed. There was no reason for me to do it. It was just stupid. And I just hung up.
2: He is way too nice to ladies. One time I was working at a nightclub and I see him and his ex-girlfriend go into a bathroom and they were in there for a while, and then she comes out wearing completely different clothes. I think that's going a little above and beyond.
1: Like, I was just really trying to be a nice guy. I have nothing for for my ex. Another phone call, she's talking about how she's gonna call the cops on me for stealing the car. I had got and a call everything. for a job;
2: I
0: needed to it, go. Yeah,
1: but you can't call the cops on me for a car that is in my name.
0: So, <laughs> <we> bought- <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. So you left in a yeah. car that belonged to both of you, that right. you share, right? Your share. So why are you calling him angry because he took the car that the two of you share?
2: He didn't even tell me he was going anywhere, and mm-hmm. I had taken a text that was a job offer, and I told them yes without. assuming that he hadn't left. Okay, but you didn't
0: offer that information to him before he left, am I right? So he did not know? No. Why did you tell him you were going to call the police on him in a car that's in his name? Well, it should be in both of our names because we pay for everything. It's It's not. not. So what are you going to call the police and tell them what? File a false report? No. What were you going to do? It didn't really make sense. Okay.
1: Nope, just cars in my name. Just like
0: those Halloween decorations didn't make sense. Now you're not making sense. (laughs) Now, why did you tell him that you thought his t-shirt business was going to fail?
2: I guess I was just trying to hurt his feelings because hmm. he had hurt my feelings that day.
0: <sighs> tell me about the... You play a, a competitive trading card game. Yeah. That's been a point of contention for the two of you as well?
1: <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she says that I could be using my time better. I think that it's, it's pretty great. I make money doing it.
0: No, you don't. How do you make money playing the game?
1: Um, They're worth different amounts of money. Um, I've sold cards up to $600. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made $200 in tournaments that I've been doing. Um, And she's like, "You can use your time better," but like I'm making money. I think that making money is pretty good use of my time.
2: What's the issue with the card game? Oh, he spends hours and hours playing it and researching it's it and watching videos. And if you're not playing or watching videos of other people playing, and it's
0: a waste of money. He made money like one You Got to do
1: research on it.
0: So, how many hours a day would you say you spend with the cards, the trading card game?
1: I might spend uh, two or three hours playing, but like if I win, you know, what, what is what is two mm-hmm. or three hours? So you
0: haven't lost money, is what you're saying?
1: Oh uh, no, no, you I have haven't. not
0: lost money. Two or three hours isn't just an enormous amount of
2: time. It's more than that, usually. Because even when he's not playing, he's watching other people play. Mm -hmm. And it's YouTube videos playing all the time. The two
0: of of you both contribute financially to the household? Right. That's that's not an issue, right? But he should be working on our business instead of just playing this game. And he has been working on the business, am I correct?
2: Not unless I have to bug him to. But mm-hmm. I, do,
1: I do all of the manufacturing of the tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but like anytime we go to farmer's markets or anybody like that wants to ask about it, um, I'm always doing the, the sales because you know that, that's what I do. Is mm-hmm. you know, she, she does so all the social a lot. media part of it.
0: And this is a tea company that you started during this pandemic yes. period, yes. right? Yes. To make extra money. Mm-hmm. And it's doing well right now. Am I right? It is. it is. Because of the work both of you have put into it. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And, uh... She even tries to dictate what I eat sometimes. Mm. Um, We're we're both pretty vegan, um, but she just gets really mad when I eat cheese. Makes me sleep on the couch sometimes.
0: Oh, you eat cheese? Sometimes. Is it true that you don't let him eat cheese? (laughs) Yes, Your Honor.
2: Why is that? Well, because the dairy industry is disgusting, and Mm. cheese is full of pus and infections Mm. from the cows being infected, and it's just a waste of money. I don't want to support Mm. that industry. But
1: what does that have to do with me eating cheese,
2: It's gross.
1: That's not your decision.
0: Well, Mr. Cornwell, have you had this discussion with her, sir?
1: Yeah, a bunch of times. But
0: you're sleeping on the couch about it? Yeah, she
1: throws it away and then she's like, you can't sleep in the bed with me tonight.
0: Hmm. Is that serious?
1: Yeah, that's serious.
0: Well, you do not want to know what we're having for lunch today. (laughs) (laughs) If he wants to play and trade cards, that's his choice. It's his life. I think you being eight years older than him, you are starting to act like You're parenting him. Take him as he is, or find somebody else so you don't have to create the person that you think you wanna be with. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll free, 1-877-311-2222, or log onto our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. You know, Ms. Dora, I'm not seeing a lot of issues with Mr. Cornwell. He's 25 years old. If the man wants to eat cheese, you let him eat cheese. If he's gonna have gastrological consequences from eating cheese, that's his decision. That's his life.
1: And I think that should be my...
0: If he wants to play and trade cards a couple of hours a day, he's making money from that. If that's what he wants to do. That's his choice. It's his life. And if he wants to drive to see his mama on Mother's Day... Mm drive a car that's in his name that the two of you share. That shouldn't be a problem. He should be able to do that. Okay, but what about all these females? What about going with your Ma- miss, ex- miss, girlfriend miss, miss in, in Ms. Dorr, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm saying to you, ma'am, I think you being eight years older than him, mm-hmm. you are starting to act like you're parenting him. 25-year-olds, he has a t-shirt company he wants to start. This is the time in his life, if he wants to try something new, even if he fails, this is what he should be doing in his life. He shouldn't have anybody telling him, you're gonna fail, I don't know why you're doing this. This is what he's supposed to be doing. Failing. You fail your way up. So, you're in divorce court because Mr. Cornwell is here to send you a message. Take him as he is. Mm -hmm. Or find somebody else so you don't have to create the person that you think you want to be with. If you want a vegan, date a vegan. This man was eating ribs before he met you.
1: Well, not so much ribs. Maybe chicken. okay,
0: chicken. (laughs) He was eating chicken before he met you. He stopped eating chicken. Just for this relationship.
1: I think that's a pretty big step, you know. Give me the cheese, man.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a compromise to me. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, Ms. Dore, you have something you want to share with the court. You said there, there is something about Mr. Cornwell that needs to be addressed today. What is that, ma'am?
2: Oh, he is way too nice to ladies. All ladies. Any lady. Mm
1: -hmm. He is so
2: nice. He has no idea. I think he's naive to their intentions. I mean, one time I was working at a nightclub and I see him and his ex-girlfriend go into a bathroom and they were in there for a while Mm -hmm. and then she comes out wearing completely different clothes. She was sick. What happened?
1: Uh, So, it was her birthday and she was obviously much too intoxicated. Um, she She had gotten sick on herself and all her friends had left the people that she came with. They were gone. Uh, and one of her friends had some clothes that she could wear. So I took her into the bathroom and I changed her clothes. And I told Jen, I was like, Hey, I think she should probably just come home with us tonight. Um, maybe, you know, and, and just because she's sick. Like, I, I was just really trying to be a nice guy. I have nothing for the, for my ex. I'm, I'm 110% in with, with Jen.
0: What about the other options besides coming to your house? I think that's going a little above and beyond. Oh Don't yeah, and think? she thought something else was going to be happening.
1: I mean, would you just leave, you know, a friend of yours or, I'm, or an I'm ex? I'm not of a part yours? of this
0: equation. Yeah. But there are a number of steps you could exhaust mm-hmm. before an invitation to your house. True. Mm-hmm. With your girlfriend, and you say something else was, was supposed to happen. It was oh, not. Oh,
1: his
2: ex-girlfriend was acting like something was going to happen it was like, between not, the three of you. Happen. Yeah, like she thought she was going to come in our bed. Mm. So, so she did come back to the house. Yeah, she slept on the couch.
0: <laughs> that you're okay with. Yeah. I think, nice. I, I think I let the stuff with the ladies slide too often. So interesting because, Ms. Dorr you go from zero to 100 about the most minor things, <laughs> but the actual stuff that is problematic, you seem not to make a big issue out of them. Why are you staying in the relationship, Mr. Mister Cornwell? I,
1: I love this woman, man. Mm-hmm. Um... 110%, Your Honor. I love this woman. I mean, look at her. She's amazing. She's smart. She's funny. I just think she's got a little bit of an anger issue sometimes.
0: Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm gonna tell the two of you something. You have to tone it down with with your boyfriend. You chose to date a 25-year-old. He's learning. He's growing. He deserves a right to be 25. He's not 33. You've experienced a lot of things that he hasn't experienced, but he has a right to live and make mistakes. And if there are consequences from his mistakes, so be it. Because what's happening is you're driving a wedge in the relationship. He does not want to be married to his mother. He wants to visit her on Mother's Day, but he does not want to be married to her. So if you keep it up, you're gonna have a problem because he's gonna be on to the next. Stop being so hypercritical. Stop embarrassing him and emasculating him in front of your friends. Mm -hmm. Because that is what you are doing. And you gotta stop that. If you have a temper, you need to check your temper and learn how to handle your anger in an emotionally mature way. But you're getting angry about the smallest things. Mm -hmm. The big things, somehow, you're able to deal with. Yeah. You gotta get that in check. Mm -hmm. The issue with your family, that's not his issue. Why are you emotional? Why are you crying? I just thought about my family. You know, your family loves you. They, they want the best for you, Ms. Doerr. But they also have to respect your decision and who you want to be with in a relationship. And he's trying. He works. He enjoys his job. He plays cards. If he, he has a right to play cards if that's what he wants to do. And he hasn't even pressured you to choose between your family and him. He just wants to get along with everybody. I already kind of did. I chose him. hmm If you chose him, choose him, who he is right now. So that's something that you're gonna have to deal with and address before the two of you... And think about before the two of you decide to get married. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna tell you, Mr. Cornwell, you should wait before proposing because actions speak a lot louder than words. Marrying someone does not change anything about them. It only exacerbates the issues in the relationship. So, whatever these issues are, if you are having doubts, if you are having hesitations, you wait until you see there is a real change. Because you're talking about a lifelong decision.
1: And it's one that I definitely want to make.
0: When you go home, test what we've talked about today. Order you a pizza.
1: <laughs> and if she
0: says one word, mm. you out the door.
1: Yes, Your Honor.
0: <laughs> Good luck to both of you. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
1: Thank you, Your Honor. In regards to Judge Fate's uh, verdict, I think that we could move forward in a, in a positive way. Uh, this is kind of what I wanted, just a, a real eye-opener. You know, we deserve each other, but we deserve the best parts of each other.
2: I think our verdict made a lot of sense, and I think I could ease up on the cheese thing and and start to ease up a little bit. Be nicer and recognize when I'm about to fly off the handle and we can talk about it not in front of our friends.
1: As far as waiting for marriage, it's a great uh, great idea. We deserve, like I said, we deserve each other. Maybe it's not right now, but definitely in the future.
2: Well, I definitely want to get married in the future, but I think waiting until everyone's comfortable, including my family, is probably a good idea.